It's wet, it's February, Storm Dudley is on its way, but we couldn't give a toss because we're off to the pub. Deserter. The podcast about doing as little as possible and getting away with it. I'm the Dulwich Raider. And I'm Dirty South. In this episode, we're both in London, which is a good start. Yes, we've been fanning around on the continent, haven't we? Learning about life and sampling their beers. More on that. We've got a packed news section with updates on the ructions within the Tory party, Prince Andrew mm-hmm. and the situation in Ukraine. What? Uh, what? Sorry, did I just say... Ructions within the Tory party, Prince Andrew and the situation in Ukraine. Yes. Uh, I meant pubs, crisps, drugs oh. and slacking off. Thank God for that. I thought it was on the podcast for a minute. There's some reader's letters and an insight into what it is to be a writer, or in our case, two writers. Mm. Or more. Mm. Plus your bum dossers and a look at the social media scene in a section we call Social Media Scene. That's clever. Isn't it? As fresh as the day we came up with it. So, I don't know about you, but all this blather's making me rather thirsty. Good. Time for a pub, which means it's time for a pub quiz. So, today, we are in SE15, but... But not in Peckham. Not in Peckham. Yeah. There's your first clue. Yeah. Um, What's the second clue? (laughs) Back in the the day, it was a place of religious observance, I believe. Indeed, yes. Something of a theme for this... uh, yeah, it's a religious special. Yeah, religious uh, special. maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was the World Cup of Pubs winner. Yeah, uh, we 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 run a sort of um, biannual uh, World Cup of Pubs competition at Deserter, yes. and it, it was the winner of twenty twenty, wasn't it? Right, twenty twenty. Yeah. Doesn't so that mean we've missed one? Ah, have we forgotten? Oh no, we decided not to do it, didn't we? In Did protest. We protest. The Olympics? No, no, the no. crisps. You know the, oh, oh, the beef and mustard crisps yeah. being withdrawn from the the market. Yeah, Brannigan's withdrew beef and mustard, an and we decided to go uh, dark for three months. No one noticed, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, the World Cup of pubs has been postponed for a year. Um, yeah, because we're or more because we're not over it yet. We're not over it yet, though. <laughs> so for one English pint, which pub are we going to? Okay, so you can award yourself one pint if you guessed where we are. Where are we, Vinny? We are at the Old Nun's Head. The Old Nun's Head in Nunhead. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. What the fuck have you been up to? <laughs> well, as listeners will know, I've been in Spain mm. for a little while, um, which did me power of good. Good. My ailments receded. Receded. Good. Uh, got over you cold. Got over me cold. <laughs> um, the brightness returned to my eyes, or one of them, and uh, the jauntiness returned to my step. Mm. However, I did discover that man cannot survive on lager alone. No. no of course. I remember you saying there are two words uh, that mean you will never be able to leave the UK permanently. Mm-hmm. Police caution. 
<laughs> no, no, they were, of course, cask ale. Cask ale. Yeah. Nobody else does it. No one else does it. No one else does it. Or, or, well. Not properly, yeah, or not enough. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so um, that was in my mind. So it was lovely to get back, and um, I've been having a lot of car scale, and, and also enjoying some Belgian beers, which we'll come on to. I mean, the only yeah. thing that kept me going out there was the Belgian beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bar that did Belgian beer, and um, yeah, then I got a, a call from you halfway through saying we've been asked to review 12 Belgian beers for Rouleur magazine. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. next up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just summarise my stay in Spain, uh, my three key learnings, I thought. Mm-hmm. Three key learnings. Number one, if you can get out, get in the sun and out of the wind, 15 degrees is plenty hot enough. Okay. Uh, number two, five weeks away is nowhere near long enough. <laughs> And number That's three, not what your wife said. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, and number three, find more mates with flats in winter sun destinations. Uh, Good I was, plan. I was staying in Google's flat, uh, Goose's flat. <laughs> um, uh, he's our uh, crisp correspondent, one of course. Them, one of them. One of them. Yeah. One of the two. And. Um, it just made me think, you know, if you too would like to become a contributor to the show, mm. please send details of your holiday home to hello <laughs> at deserter.co.uk and I will be in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you very much in advance. And you've been gallivanting on the continent as well. I have, yes. I went to um, Paris on, the, on a Friday and Belgium on a Saturday uh, on the train. Uh, went well, actually specifically Saint Ouen, uh, which is a kind of on the outskirts of Paris, and they mm. don't like to admit they're in Paris. Mm. Um, went there for a football match to see Red Star, and I was sitting in the bar opposite the stand, lovely little bar, uh, waiting for the club shop to open so I could get some merch. And um, when I saw it opening, I went I went straight from the bar into the uh, shop to find that I was the first customer they'd ever had. Mm. Um, because they just uh, they'd literally just opened the shop for the first time that oh, day, right, right. and uh, I bought a scarf. And I was as the first customer, I was awarded a delicious bottle of Red Star IPA. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, beer just follows me around. I, I was, I'm only shopping for sc- a scarf. <laughs> Amazing. That reminds me when we were in uh, Spain, we went to see El Palo. We play in. Uh, they're, they're they're based in Malaga. They play okay. in the Spanish third division. Yeah. El Palo play uh, Marbella, Ooh. which is a bit of a grudge match. They're not, not oh. there's only like thirty kilometres apart. Ooh. And um, tasty. We were all going to, to support El Palo, mm. but that we accidentally went to Marbella the day before and loved it. Oh, so it was, uh, it was we were torn. We were torn. Mm. But in the end, we went for El Palo, which mm. means the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like you, uh, we asked to see the uh, sort of the club shop and. Um, they had to go and find the man with the keys who <laughs> open, had to walk 100 metres and open it and no one had been in for it. Because when, when that happens, you feel obliged to buy shit. Don't yes, you? Yeah. yes, did you? Yes, <laughs> I've, got, I've got loads of um, El Palo shirts. When they say extra large in mm. Spain, oh. <laughs> yeah. it's not that big. It's not big enough. Oh. It's not big enough. 
you know, they need to have bigger sizes. It's like it's like the condoms, isn't it? No one ever, <laughs> no one ever buys a small condom. They don't even make small size condoms. No. In condoms, they come in medium, large, and extra large. Is that right? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't. They tried small, but no one bought one because no one wants to admit they need a small condom. Mm. Um, but I'm happy to admit I need a double X large football <laughs> shirt when it comes to Spain. Wow. Yeah, impressive. Um, yeah. So after Paris, jumped on the train again, went to Liège. Uh, in Belgium, mm. we couldn't go to a game there because although the COVID restrictions have been um, uh, altered so fans could go back, uh, the standard Liège fans weren't allowed in because they'd been a bit naughty. So okay. but we had to watch it in a bar mm. with some delicious Belgian beers. Mm. Um, and That's where you got your practice in, isn't it? Yes, did some homework. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm a professional. As you, know. <laughs> you don't look it, but you are. <laughs> Uh, and um, yeah, one bar had this this spinning wheel of beer where because they've got 150 beers to choose from, oh. uh, and it's you know it's impossible. It's impossible. Mm. So you spin the wheel, and, and where it lands, you um, hope it's not a sour. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Would you have had it if it had landed on a sour? No, no. no What's the point? point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep spinning till you find one you like. Well, the, but I mean, you obviously don't know them all. You know, no, because it helps decision process. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, uh, yeah. So three days later, we were doing a Belgian beer tasting. I know in Deptford. It's absolutely bizarre, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, so this was for Rouleur magazine. Which is a cycling magazine, not a beer magazine. No, I still can't get my head... Uh, even after writing the piece, I can't get my head around why it was commissioned. Mm. Uh, I think... Oh, no, I, I've got it. It's because it's the Belgian classic season. Yes, it's to accompany the classics. Yes. And if you, if you... Yeah, as I think you said in the article, if you can't be in Belgium, let mm. a bit of Belgium be in you. Yes. Anyway, regardless, we were very happy to be commissioned that. Be sitting in the Dog and Bell in Deptford. Yes. Tasting these ales next to a roaring fire while it was pissing with rain outside. It was just dreamy, wasn't it? Yeah. What a job. What a pub. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, did you have a particular favourite? Uh, yes, I think I did. The um, St Bernardus uh, mm. 12, I think it was. Mm. Mm. The one with the, um, the the guy who was definitely not a monk on the, on the front. That's right, yeah. yeah. They weren't allowed to call themselves monks, those people, were they? No, because they, they licensed it from the Trappists, so they weren't allowed to say Trappists. Yeah. And we think St Bernardus is named, you know, or something to do with the dog with the, that drinks the brandy <laughs> up the mountain. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, A cracking afternoon, and if any other publications are listening would like beers reviewed, mm. drop us a line at hello at deserter. Dot co dot uk. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, I went to the boxing at the weekend at the Alexander Palace. I'd never, I'd never been to the Ali Pali before. Good lord. Yeah, I was too far north. It's it's way up there. Um, but yeah, uh, it's pretty special, wonderful. isn't it? Well, it is pretty special. Yeah. Got fantastic views mm. uh, over the city. Um, yeah, and uh, saw a, you know a good the main fight was was good, but uh, I also wanted to say hats off to the pride of Catford, Ellie Scotney. She um, 
beat a, a former world champion. Uh, and that was the second best fight of the night, I thought, after uh, the one that spilled out of the ladies' toilets and onto the stairs, oh. uh, which was quite spectacular. You yeah. know, it's, it's not often you see the seconds get involved quite so, quite quite such a hands-on manner. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 half yeah. a dozen uh, screeching ladies, um, all dolled up to the nines, big high heels, loads of makeup, scrapping like a good one, and uh, really? it's hard to pick a winner. Well, that's what you pay your money for. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I had a big night out of the weekend, actually. Did you catch the Super Bowl? I didn't, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, no. Too late. <laughs> Too late, isn't it? Yeah. I've never completed one in my life. Really? I've never watched a whole Super Bowl live. Oh. Uh, because... Too late. Too late. Too late. So I still haven't got over the one in 2017 when mm. uh, my team suffered the greatest comeback of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was I was for the Rams this uh, this year, and my hat, which I showcased oh, yeah. to you here, yes. was brought back by um, Chris on the day from LA. He oh, was flying back, and mm. uh, yeah. And I saw my hat on the plane, having a little drink, you know, and saw it at the dinner, <laughs> saw it going through customs. Excellent. And they won. And they won, yes, just as well. Mm. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be in the bin, I suppose. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he, he's moved to uh, Teddington. Chris, he? yeah, he's moved mm. to Teddington on the river. And I went over for a Sunday pre-Super Bowl crawl mm-hmm. of his locals. And uh, I'm pleased to say that pubs and pubbing is very much alive in mm. SW London or wherever the fuck it is yes sorry um, we visited the Tide End Cottage so named because that's where the tide ends I see at, at oh. Teddington Lock clever yeah uh, the Adelaide and the Abercorn where they were having an all night party for the Super Bowl and my hat was spotted and mm. we were given free shots but a special mention has to go to the Mason's Arms uh, it's just one of those quirky backstreeters that seems to have stopped in time. Uh, it's like going to the pub in the interwar years, sort of filled with mm. trinkets and glasses and tobacco tins and trays and pub rebelia. Mm. Fucking nightmare for dusting, I'm sure, but uh, lovely to look at. Mm. Lovely service from two friendly old girls, great ales, less than four quid a pint, and a little bit of post-punk on the jukebox. Nice. Sounds perfect. Uh, it's absolutely perfect for a Sunday or, or any time. I was going to say worth dropping into if you're in the area, but honestly, I think it's worth a special trip. Uh, it's only half an hour from Clapham Junction. Uh, as for the Super Bowl, yeah, I fell asleep just like every other year. Yeah. Uh, watch the highlights <laughs> the next day. <laughs> uh, although I did catch the heart. I woke up just in time for the halftime show, oh, okay. demanded some snacks apparently, oh. and, and a sherry, and then went, <laughs> promptly went to sleep again. <laughs> The news. The news. 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 I suppose it may mean that anyone who does get permission to redevelop it upstairs may have to keep it as a pub. Mm. That's, yeah, that's I would fingers think so. crossed on that. Yeah. Although that often doesn't end well, does it, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You saw something about the cheapest pint in London? Yes, I did. They had to discount spoons, of course, because um, because they're not pubs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't possibly the, the, the greatest journalism ever from Time Out. But um, I think they were just getting lots of suggestions from mm. from readers. Um, but yes, they found a two pound fifty pint in the yacht in Greenwich, a car scale. Yeah, they're talking about. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the lowest they went. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, uh, Sam Smith's always really cheap as well. Very, they're very cheap, but. Like are it. they pubs? Are they pubs? Well, I don't, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they look like pubs. They're facsimiles of pubs. Yeah. They're, they're sort of identical. I mean, they're often very beautiful buildings, aren't they? They but, are very beautiful but, buildings. But uh, unlike a spoons, the beer's shit. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Because the, it's their own, isn't it? The beer is shit. I, although I have a, a mate who's a big fan of their cask ale. I just don't really find their car scale I don't think no, but then I don't I think, go in them anymore no, I think I've had it I wasn't impressed no. and then you look around there's no there's no you know we'd normally go into a pub like that and uh, you know maybe have a Guinness but there's no Guinness no then you think maybe I'll have a rum and coke and you look at all the objects you've never recognised any of them any of the spirits either no it's quite terrifying it is I mean I think the sort of imperial stout in a bottle is is decent but it's mm. not cheap no no the only good one is quite expensive yeah um, anyway, we're we're, we're chuffing we? on, aren't we? <laughs> we're not supposed to be enjoying ourselves. <laughs> so the cheapest pint, yeah. So we, we we actually have a hashtag on on Twitter, don't we? Called uh, Pint Watch. Yeah. If you do find do find a cheap pint, hashtag it Pint Watch, mm. and uh, include us in at Deserter Blog, mm. and we'll give it a retweet because um, it is an, it is important increasingly yeah. when these pints are edging up to six seven quid the cost of living yeah exactly going up. yeah, yeah. That, that we, we need to know where you can get these three pound pints mm. um what else have we got oh yes uh psycho dunk got in touch with a story he read in the daily star mm. bloody hell that's a storm can we make can you hear dudley. that yeah that's dudley 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 <laughs> um yeah i didn't i didn't have psycho down as a daily star man no <laughs> It's full of surprises, isn't he? But uh, yeah, I guess everyone has their hidden shallows. Um, <laughs> anyway, according to uh, what the Daily Star referred to as an important new study, mm-hmm. uh, a, one quarter of all UFO sightings in the UK happen outside a pub. That's amazing. I mean, it just goes to show that aliens love pubs. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we do yeah or that we're just more observant when we've had a couple I, I, my first thought was how do you get a job doing the research <laughs> like standing outside a pub all day with a pint asking people if they've seen a UFO uh, yeah well thanks to Cyclo Dunk for that do you remember when uh, Half-Life thought he'd been abducted by aliens after a, <laughs> a big night out on the source it turned out he'd fallen asleep in a bouncy castle <laughs> Crisp news. Crisp news, yeah. Uh, quite foreshortened uh, th- this time, actually, Ooh. isn't it? Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of people on Twitter have been engaged uh, in the search for the most vinegary ever. Really? Yeah, this would be a nightmare for you, isn't it? Because as we've learned from previous podcasts, you loathe vinegar, pickles, all that sort of thing. Yeah, although, you know, getting... I, will, I will have some vinegar crisps. Will you? Yeah, will you? yeah they're not my favourite, no, but, you know, no. I'm not going to leave them in the cupboard, you know? No, no. Yeah, they all go in the end, don't they? They do. Um, 
So Richard Dixon dropped us a line saying, uh, just flagging up these vinegary bastards if you fancy a challenge. <laughs> fancy a challenge. These, these are from Tavern and they're called Tantalizingly Tangy Salt and Vinegar. And uh, Hugh Smithson W agrees they're the sharpest, most face puckeringly vinegary I've ever had. I can see you wincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost taste them, can't mm. you? Um, You'll be glad to know I don't have any with me. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, so that was crisp news. Uh, um, one, one more oh, you've item. Got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, sad news really. I mean, um, KP Nuts, Hula Hoops, mm. McCoys and Tyrells could all be um, short in the shops. They, they, there could be a shortage of them mm. due to uh, a ransomware attack. Mm. Cyber criminals have been at the company that makes them all and um, it's affected their IT system and they might not be able oh, really? to do all the distribution and all that. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, cyber criminals, I mean, if it, I don't mind them exposing, you know, US military mm. abuses. Secrets, yeah, yeah. Secrets. But when they, when they uh, stop the crisps, yes. they've gone too far. Well, Goose would be disappointed to hear that because um, he, he, he's moved to Ireland and uh, he had to drive to Northern Ireland to buy it. A huge box of Tyrrells because apparently they don't do them in uh, oh. Ira. 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 Yeah. How do you wow. say it? You're Ira. Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this wasn't exactly Christmas news, but it's related. Uh, mm. I was on, for some reason, I was looking at a page of defunct products in mm. the UK, and one of them was um, Watsits based oven chips. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, okay. yeah, they're, they're not coming back, sadly, and oh. yeah, as a protest, we're not doing the World Cup of pubs this Again. year. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Is that is that it for Christmas? I think that's it for Christmas. I've got a, st- a tank, a military tank update. Right. Which, um, I'm afraid isn't good news. Is not to do with the situation in Ukraine. Okay. All right. This is Stompy the tank, who um, oh. the T34 tank that used to stand near the elephant. Mm. and was uh, seen being towed away recently and mm. then someone said uh, it's just the owner doing some uh, refurbishment. Refurb, yeah. yeah. um, but we now understand that the, the site has been cleared and looks suspiciously ready for building work. Oh dear, that is tragic. So, so that means Stompy might not be coming back? I don't think Stompy's coming back. <gasps> I mean he suggested it was just being removed for repairs but we're coming to the conclusion now that the tank won't return. Yeah. And that we can look forward to some shit flats on the side. Bring back the tank. It made, me, it made me think about you know, the, the, you know, our first book. You know, so the, as soon as it, almost as soon as it was published, um, a couple of years back, it, things started changing. Well, we mentioned Stompy the tank in the, in the yeah. book, but um, that's yet another. I didn't realise we were writing a sort of a history book. No, we were writing a sort of book about contemporaneity. But in London, things move very quickly, don't they? Yeah, a number of those pubs have closed already. We they? shouldn't have written about London. We should have written like about some sort of Jurassic era rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time. Book yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my next item is the a Met commander has been uh, uh, allegedly uh, on the ras. Uh, did you see that senior Met commander Julian Bennett faces the sack for allegedly mm. taking weed 
LSD and magic mushrooms while on holiday in France. Yeah, and he's the guy who wrote the forces drug strategy. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, and to be fair, my point of view is that's probably a good thing that yeah. he took some drugs before he wrote a drug strategy. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, at least he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's um, off his tits, but he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, oh, it's like going to a priest for marriage guidance. Yeah. yeah. What do you know about it? Yeah, yeah. Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what I told him. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, Julian, uh, if you do get fired, there's a position here at Deserter for you to come and write up our drug strategy, which is currently just two words: yes, please. Uh, <laughs> I did see he's been suspended on full pay, though. So you know, yeah, he's still double right. bubble, double <laughs> yeah. bubble. Yeah, well done. Because they're not cheap. Um, and then uh, also, uh, meanwhile, the post office has been on the raz. Has it? Yes, it has. Uh, but, you know, again, in London, a, a delivery office in Clapham. Mm. The Royal Mail are investigating a video of staff eating hash brownies at work. Um, they're, they're all seen under the influence of cannabis, cannabis goods from an unclaimed parcel. So this parcel oh. had been laying dormant for a while. Right. And in the end, they opened it and ate it. <laughs> Risky, and then they all got off their tits. All off their tits, and they were so off their tits they were struggling to stand up and having difficulty moving their trolleys around. <laughs> so the video showed the office had been sent a package marked "Edibles by Pablo Chocobar." <laughs> no wonder it never arrived. <laughs> Laid unclaimed for a month, marked with an address from a house that was empty. We opened them. And they got handed out, said one of the postal <laughs> workers. One, one of the workers who ate the edibles was videoed walking to a door and he thought he was walking forever. <laughs> According to one of the captions on the video. Yeah. There's the post office on the res. This is what I want my uh, police and post office to be like, really. Yeah. Um, have you seen adverts for Jarvis? Uh, an AI writing machine for bloggers or no. perhaps lazy bloggers. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, their advert reads, hate writing blog posts. This AI copywriting tool will do it for you <laughs> without sacrificing on quality. So you simply tell Jarvis your website, some keywords and off you go. Wow. It's going to revolutionise our writing. It is, it? yeah. Um, here's one it did for Deserter. <laughs> sod this fancy the pub a nice pint of cask ale in the pub maybe the corner seat by the fire all right terry how's it going two pints of hophead please and the same for my friend get it the same for my friend like we're going to have four pints <laughs> <laughs> so then, I, then i put in when, you know, when your, your, your your other mate arrives and it wrote watch out here he is Here's trouble. Look what the cat dragged in. The missus let you out then. Here he is, just in time. You're round. Talk of the devil. Better late than never. I don't care what they say about you. I think you're all right. Fuck me, I thought you were dead. <laughs> so I must, I, must, oh. I must post that up. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Jarvis. Mm. Um, right, where are we now? Uh, oh, yes, some workers' rights. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Power to the people. Oh yeah. Uh, 
So Belgium, we're back to Belgium if you're okay with that. Wow. Uh, so Belgium, it's not really just, it's a Belgian themed podcast. It's a Belgian themed podcast. Mm, with a bit of religion thrown in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I read after some similar laws were passed in France and Spain and Portugal that we've reported on, on this here very podcast, Belgian workers have now been given the legal right to disconnect from work. Mm. And uh, they no longer need to answer emails or phone calls out of hours. Great. And they've also uh, been given the right to request a four-day week with no loss of pay. Excellent. Um, but as uh, listener Ben Winkley pointed out, they're still expected to perform five days' work in those four days. Right, yeah. Mm. I mean, they're basically giving with one hand and kicking up the arse with the other, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But it... But they probably know that nobody really does five days work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and all, all these reports are making me just think that generally the whole world is very slowly edging closer to the deserter utopia. The five-day weekend? The five-day weekend. Yes. Yeah, we are getting closer to, to um, four days a week, aren't we? And I think in Iceland, 85% of, of workers uh, have that option to go down to four days a week on the same money. Yeah. Yeah. Civilization, finally. Mm. Okay, um, I think we're going to hit the road after this, aren't we, and head up to another pub. Yes. And on the way, we'll devise some questions about it. Yeah, we should. Sue, pub quiz two. Yes. Um, well, you know, you, you know we're in Nunhead. Yeah, so that makes it quite easy doesn't it it's we're too not, easy we're not going to give you too much here I think all we'll say is the pub we're heading to now was previously known as the Newlands the Newlands Tavern or I think the Newlands Inn at some point as well was it yeah mm. might, maybe completely wrong yeah uh, <laughs> should really do some research <laughs> but, you know, we are deserter mm. um, yeah uh, which pub are we going to for one pint Here we are, of course, at the Ivy House, uh, the uh, first community-owned pub in London. Yes, yeah, and also a previous recipient of the World Cup of Pubs Deserter Trophy. Mm. Yeah. We hadn't planned that, had we? No, it just happened. It just happened. We are, you know, we're bound to be drawn to the Ivy House yeah. when we're in Nunhead, aren't we? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Despite the uphill walk. <coughs> yes, what did you call it? Bastard Hill. Bastard Hill, yeah. yeah. Uh, up from the old man's head. I mean, it's quite direct, but it is upward. Yeah. I couldn't help noticing. It's not our game. No. <laughs> well, it is your game. This is the weird thing. You, you're the self-styled laziest man in the world. Mm. But if you're presented with a hill... Attack the hill. You I go. Hill. You go for yeah. it, don't you? Mm. Yeah, I don't know why. No. It's very hard to uh, Have a good think about that okay <laughs> um, right we're on to uh, a couple of readers letters we've received oh yeah yeah um, so uh, first up is from Claire from Gloucestershire who says dear boys I very much enjoy the podcast which keeps me sane in a mad world mm, nice uh, although to be fair Claire you are in Gloucestershire which probably isn't helping um, she goes <laughs> <laughs> she goes on 
I particularly like the section called social media scene, oh. which is a brilliant phrase. <laughs> and like many others, I'm sure, I wonder how you came up with it. Right. <laughs> yes, of course. Thanks well, for that, Claire. Yes. People do ask that. They do, they yeah, do. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it, with magic? You, you can't you can't explain magic. You can't explain magic. I mean, Claire, I would love to say that we spent hours and hours searching for the perfect mm. phrase to, to sum up uh, what the section is all about. But the honor, honest answer is simply that we are writers. Yes. Uh, words are our tools, Claire. You know, like an like a electrician uses a hammer. <laughs> 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 or, uh, you know, another tradesman uses whatever uh, we're wordsmiths <laughs> there's no point being modest here for us devising a phrase like that is as straightforward for us as i don't know like boiling a kettle or, or breathing might be for you or other people living in gloucestershire <laughs> uh, but yes thanks for reminding us we are writers we do have a book coming out in september <laughs> nice unbelievable nice segue <laughs> More on that in, in future episodes, I'm sure. Thanks for your letter, Claire, and I hope that answers your question. Um, the other one is from, the other letter is from Don from Gmail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, Dear Raider and Dirty, looking forward to your new book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As writers, I wondered what your favourite word is. It's a good question. It is a good question, question isn't Don. It? I get, like, yeah, I get asked it a lot in pubs, to be honest with Do you. you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favourite word? Well, point is right up there. Oh, yes. That is good. That is good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, if not Carscale, or is that two words? I'd hyphenate it, because, uh, <laughs> as you know, I love to put hyphens everywhere yeah. where they don't belong. You do. Yeah, Cars is a good call. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rado? Um Well, as a writer... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many to choose from. I like serendipity. Do you? Yeah, which is a, a word uh, that means finding a tenor in an old book. <laughs> uh, another favourite is petrichor, mm. which is the, the fragrance created by the first rain after a long period of warm, dry weather. Lovely as it word. hits the hot earth. Yeah, lovely word. But my favourite is tits. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bomb-dosser. Oh, the bomb-dossers. Oh, yes. Yeah, here we go. This is our uh, regular award for uh, the lazy. You got something? I have got something. Yeah, Massive Central sent in one from Fessel saying uh, about a guy who is um, saying, I'm currently re-watching Game of Thrones on DVD, but there's only two episodes per disc. I'm too lazy to change the disc so often, so I've set up a second DVD player to increase efficiency. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a reminder that lazy people are often the most efficient. Yeah. I mean, didn't Bill Ooh. Gates say if he wanted some proper code done, he'd give it to the laziest person in the office? Wow. Um, did you see anyone? Yes, um, I ran into Spider last week, and oh. uh, he was telling me something. His, his exercise regime, he was... 
he, he'd read that uh, 20 minutes of exercise a day mm. can extend your life by two years. I think that was the, for the over 70s I saw that article. Has he, has he got older since this? <laughs> He's a bit younger than us, isn't he? Um, but his, his, his theory is that if you add up all those 20 minutes, you get two years. Meaning you just swapped youth <laughs> for old age, <laughs> and so he's not going to do any. Not going to do any. He's yeah. not going to do any. No. no. I did. He didn't do the maths, though, did he? I, I no. Think, uh, Is that not? Does it not? I don't think up. it. Up. Oh, really? No. But uh, but That's you know, a shame. Ha- no, but hats off though. Lazy, too lazy to to do the maths. Yes. Yeah. Double just, lazy. Yeah. yeah Cockeyed theory. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Well played, Spider. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyclo Dunker game sent sent us a. Uh, uh, a note about a Swiss man who'd gamed the system to retire early. Did you see this? He was. Uh, right. He took advantage of new legislation to change sex, which enabled him to retire a year earlier. Oh, that's and get his pension. Genius. I mean, it's a it's a small sacrifice, isn't it, to change your gender to get an extra year of pension. Well, I mean, it's not a sacrifice, is it? It's, you're going up a gender. Yeah, that's true. Of yeah. all the genders, men are the bottom. Men are yeah, at the bottom. Surely, yeah. Um, so all it took was 75 francs and a 10-minute interview to become a woman. Wow. And step up in the uh, in the in the gender ladder. It's worth considering. Uh, very clever, and probably the most interesting thing to happen in Switzerland since the cuckoo clock. <laughs> right. Well, so who is? I think it's got to be the Swiss man woman, yeah. man, hasn't it? I, 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 do, I do like spiders, but he's let himself down by not doing the math. <laughs> so, yeah, Swiss, Swiss man, woman, man. Hmm. You're a bombdosser. Right. Especially for Claire, was it? From Gloucestershire. Oh, yeah. It's the social media scene. Come on, Claire. Come on, come on. <laughs> Continue excitement. We can't. We can't. The social media scene, our roundup of the social media scene. I get it, I get it, yeah. <laughs> I see what, you mean, what it means now. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's just, it works on so many levels. Yes. The mainly only that one. Yeah, um, I saw something posted by Dr. Horace Hungryman, possibly not his real name, mm. uh, about being uh, an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. He, he, he prefaced it, uh, it, it, it a WhatsApp conversation that he posted, he prefaced it by uh, uh, saying, uh, being an independent contractor sucks for a lot of reasons, but it also affords you the unique ability to tell people to fuck off <laughs> in delightful ways. Oh, yeah. And he uh, followed that with his wa- a WhatsApp conversation with a senior manager at his work. Hi Horace, says the manager. I was just informed that you weren't on the morning call this morning. How come? Horace replies, yeah, dude, I was asleep. (laughs) Uh, I never joined those. Going forward, morning meetings are a requirement, replies the manager. I expect you to be on the next one at 9am. Man, that sucks for you guys, (laughs) (laughs) replies Horace, but I'm not an employee. Uh, my contract says nothing about required hours of daily meetings, to which he added a sad face. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, the manager uh, responded, you really need an attitude adjustment. If you aren't on the next call, you're fired. Your choice. <laughs> to which Horace replies, you can fire me if you want to, but you'll still have to pay me through to the 18th of next month. <laughs> so I'm definitely sleeping in tomorrow. Enjoy your meeting. <laughs> 
adding, you guys really ought to read the contracts you have assigned sometimes. Pretty wild stuff in there. <laughs> Brilliant. To which the manager replies, please call me. To which Horace replies, no. <laughs> Genius. There we go. Well yeah. played, Horace. Mm. And all independent contractors out there. Yeah. Uh, I assume that was, is Horace American? He is American. Yeah. I think, yeah, you get that from the, the boss, really, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Attitude adjustment. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I saw one about potatoes, our favourite fruit. Oh, my God, I love <laughs> them so much, Vinny. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this, this might trouble you. Uh, this is potatoes in flight. So this was on Q from QI, you know, quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, in order to test in-flight Wi-Fi, Boeing fill their planes with potatoes. Mm. Potatoes interfere with signals the same way as the human body. Mm. And this project was called Synthetic Personnel Using Dialectic Substitution, or SPUDS. <laughs> um, quite simply, this is potato abuse, and it must stop. I mean, yeah. treating them like that. Synthetic personnel. That's, unre that's unreasonable. Although it does remind me when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you know, I lived in a town without a chip shop. I have heard that. I yes. loved chips, and I lived with that. And my, my parents <laughs> thought it fit to live in a town without a chip shop. Mm. That is, that's cruel. Yeah, that's cruel. That's better. that's better, isn't it? <laughs> Should we go and record the whole thing again because of that unit we didn't even notice? Um, yeah. So I used to ring ring up the helpline about it. <laughs> I think oh, I'm in a town with no chips, and in the end, they stopped taking my calls. But I, I had a, uh, a recurring, uh, you know, pleasure dream. Mm. A daydream mm. uh, of being trapped in a room filled with chips oh. and having to eat my way out. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I think I was underfed. I was underfed. And yet, look at me now. <laughs> you get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting hungry. I am getting hungry. Um, and lastly, for the social media scene, I wanted to say a fond farewell to Barry Cryer. Mm. Um, the uh, the only good thing about his passing was the number of his jokes that had been repeated on uh, uh, various yeah. social media platforms. Um, and uh, th this was my favourite uh, that Sam White put up. Uh, a man walks into a pub and the landlord is astonished. Half of the man's head is half of a huge orange. So sorry to be nosy, the landlord says, but why is half of your head half of a huge orange? Well, uh, I was cleaning up the loft, the man says, and I found an old lamp. I polished it up and a genie came swooping out of it saying, may I grant you three wishes, master? So I said, I'd like to have a million pounds and eat every time I take the million pounds out of my pocket, another million pounds appears there. The genie said, your wish is granted. And your second wish? The man says, I'd like a big house with a hundred beautiful ladies in it. Your wish is granted, said the genie. And your third wish? I'd like half my head to be half of a huge orange. Uh, you know, I, I read them all, that was my uh, favourite as well. It's, oh. just, it's just, it's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah. Plays with your preconceptions. Plays yeah. with your preconceptions. Rest in peace, Barry Cryer. And by all accounts, a lovely man as well as yeah. a hilarious one. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, uh, I think that's all we've got time for. 
I think it is. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And cheerio from Nunhead, which was, uh, if you remember, the deserter 2017 best place to live in the world. In the world. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is still up on on deserter. If you want to read why, then I think it was top of eight. You know, and there was Hearn mm. Hill and mm. Broccoli up there, but mm. deserter one. Yeah. You go to deserter and search Nunhead. Uh, Nunhead. Nunhead. No, uh, sorry, Nunhead one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, just out of interest, mm. what are your thoughts on the ructions within the Tory party mm. and Prince Andrew and the situation in Ukraine? Well, I've got a phrase that would probably work for all three. Mm-hmm. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, well, I think we should go and have some chips now, don't you? Let's have some chips. Oh. Is it a room full of chips? No, it's one giant chip. We can eat our way out. <laughs> eat our way in. Yeah, I'm up for it. I love chips, mate. So anyway, when I was back in the barn green, they said, we're not. I said, we're moving. I told them, I said to the folks, we're moving. They said, we're not moving just so you can have chips. Well, get me some bloody chips then. Oh, I'm ringing the MSPCC again. They've stopped taking your calls. So.